0: all right back to the unedited raw podcasting experiment that i'm conducting (laughs) um hello if you've listened to any of my episodes before you'll know that i don't really have time to edit them and i don't care that much about how polished they are thus the mail truck driving by (laughs) and uh It's okay. At some point, I'll settle into the space that I'm creating for this podcast, or this podcast is really to sort of document and celebrate and instruct on the space I'm creating. Uh, Someday it'll be polished and there'll be music and stuff like that. So if you're one of these early adopters who decided to listen to this, well, thanks for (laughs) tolerating the, you know, different... Kind of approach I'm taking. Um, lots of news and lots of changes. Just so much. Um, today was kind of, I like the one that I got today because, see, so I don't know if you've been paying attention to like geopolitical affairs since 2020, <laughs> but it's like every single day there is huge news, huge things happening. Um, but in this odyssey of my own personal. Um, journey out to the land, um, it's it's similar. So, and I don't know why that is, but (laughs) suffice it to say, lots happens all the time. But today, one of the memorable, noteworthy things I thought was that, well, first of all, I don't remember really where I left off with you because it's been a little over a week. I think I normally try to do these on Monday and today's Tuesday. But the the other people who were going to sell me this patch of land with plants on it, um, you know, I think I told you they backed out. But I had divinely, sort of providentially, been led to another parcel right near it on that exact same day. So super weird, super cosmic, and I don't believe in coincidences at this point. <laughs> um, but the their reason for backing out was that they couldn't find a builder. And like a contractor. So they didn't think they could could produce the structure that they had said they were going to produce for me. And I think when I had my attorney, you know, look at the document that they had sent, the contract, and he had said, well, you know, there needs to be an attachment showing construction details. Like, what are you actually buying from them (laughs) other than the land, right? That made them balk and they had to kind of admit that they didn't actually have the ability to to produce that, which thank God for attorneys. Um, but it's interesting because this, like within, I think it was like, I don't remember if it was like a few days, but yeah, it was like a few, I think it was a few days, maybe three to four days. I had found one. I had found a contractor and supposedly there's no contractors out there, but I found one and he is Prompt and responsive, been in the area for 50 years. Uh, well, I think, yeah, 50 total in his life. He's lived there recently for 17 years, but he grew up there. And um, he's built all manner of exactly what I'm asking him to build. And he's doing nice things too. Like, he went out to the property today and he took pictures for me. And He's gonna build me a road. So, yeah. Anyway, that happened. So it's funny to me because like these people who were gonna sell me this other parcel, they're like, "Oh, we have to back out because we just can't find a contractor and we can't produce this thing for you." It just goes to show. But anyway, the the this contractor who I'm contracting to build my life sustaining shelter he actually took a look at that parcel in the, because it's right in the same photograph for the listing I bought, the property I bought. It's in the same listing photo. He was like, yeah, that's a swamp. (laughs) It's probably a good thing you didn't buy that. (laughs) And I was just like, yep. I'm kind of not surprised at this point by things like that. It's like, I am very grateful and appreciative of divine guidance and support on such things. But it still blows my mind. It it's it's like I'm not surprised to find that out, but I'm also really surprised. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you're a mystical person or you've ever had any kind of weird, you know, do 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 type experiences. Things that make you go, hmm, um, you'll kinda know what I mean maybe. Um but yeah, I was just kinda like, huh? Yeah, yeah, that makes, makes sense. So, I really dodged a bullet, it sounds like. Because who wants to live in a swamp? And actually, my... So, when I was looking at Google Earth and everything, my... I don't know if I want to call it an analysis, but my investigation... I was thinking, like, this looks like a low spot. Because it seems like water's pouring into it from nor- the north, and then overflowing out of it to the south once it fills up. That was really the feeling that I got from looking at it. That's what it looked like to me. And sure enough, this guy who knows the area very well and, you know, is actually out there physically, he, he, took, he elected to tell me it was a swamp. Um, so I'm grateful. Wow. So that's my big news for today. And then the other thing that I did today, which is cool, I'm excited about it. So I have an MFA, and I love making art, but I used to call it doing artwork, and then I dated a guy in my 20s who used to call it making art, and I don't know why I started calling it that. I, I just, it doesn't make sense to me to say that, but it's sort of, it's like it took over my native lingo. But doing artwork <laughs> makes me extremely happy, it's just very satisfying. And today I got I got out this big kind of gallon bucket of ceramic insulation that I bought and wanted to see since my sprayer that I bought to go with it hadn't arrived yet. I wanted to see how it went on if I could if I could paint it on to the walls because I was a little concerned about the sprayer. Ruining the other work I've done and like getting on everything and being really hard to clean up and requiring even more painting or something. So I tried a paintbrush first and that didn't, the paintbrush wasn't, it was not working at all. (laughs) I think I ruined a paintbrush actually. But then I decided to try a putty knife and I had like a three inch plastic putty knife that I decided to try. And it was like butter. It was so fun. And it is a ceramic insulation, So I could feel the grittiness in it. A little, like that subtle, glassy, you know, clay feeling and spreading it. Oh, God, it was so satisfying, you guys. I don't even know how to explain it. It's like I'm nerding out, but <laughs> it was just really fun to do. So I decided to just sit there and do... The whole driver's side wall in the main room and I kind of thought about it for a second because I had already paneled I had put up one panel of paper on that wall because I had been so excited when my paper came in and then I proceeded to think what am I gonna do about insulation no i actually my thought was is there anything I can do about insulation it was really just more like that like is there anything I can do <laughs> and you know, then was like, oh, okay, I see. I'm going to have to probably... That, that wallpaper is going to be a waste. Oh, uh, it'll be wasted wallpaper. So I just actually ceramic over it. And, you know, everything's all sticky, and there's going to be multiple things on top of that, so I figure it's fine. Um, but so now I have the whole wall behind the table uh, covered. And yesterday, this was actually kind of not as exciting, but it was still kind of exciting. I got a, I can't think of what it's called now, but it was a bit set that had hex, for hex nuts. And I was finally able to remove this metal bar thing that was bolted to the wall. I think it had something to do with the table, like, you know, lifting it up and hinging it or something, you know, so you can make it into a bed. Um, But so I was finally able to get rid of that. It had been something that I was almost just going to give up and live with. But I decided to push forward and just try stuff and was able to find this tool set and remove it. These little small things make me really happy. (laughs) So then I had a clean, pure surface on which to work. So now there's one layer of this stuff and it's black. It's awesome. It actually looks really cool black. But, uh, and then I think I'm gonna probably okay, so I also ordered this spray stuff that's like it's thicker and lumpier, and it's kind of like for getting into all these crevices and whatnot, and the problem that that poses is, of course, how do I get a smooth surface on top of that? you know it's it's gonna be pretty difficult to putty. Uh, oh not putty i don't want to putty my whole RV, <laughs> although maybe I do that was actually really fun today um but like, how do I get wallpaper over that and um I just pulled up this obnoxious sign I'm like we're all in it together, and i'm the i that's the first time i've ever done that. It was in the way. they put it right in the path on my hike, and i 'm not having that uh <laughs> Somebody, I think it was one of the local town council or something, was all proud she got these signs that say, you know, something like, you know, slow down to protect the neighborhood, but they happen to have masks on the figures in the sign. So it's total programming, like hypnotic, subliminal, you know, like safe means wearing masks, you know, messaging, even though ostensibly it's about driving slower. Um, And I know that I have said a few times I'm not going to get too political at first with you guys, but... There it is. There's a little nugget. (laughs) More later. (laughs) Um, But people in the neighborhood have been just driving over them intentionally. And they lasted maybe a week before they started getting driven into. And I'm just thinking people, I'm imagining people coming out at night and wrangling them to the ground. To the point where, like the, the signs are, most of them are ripped off the poles, and the pole, most of the poles, have been completely, almost almost completely torn off their uh, mounting foot. But they, it was funny to watch because they started out huge, like 24 by 36 inch size signs <laughs> in the middle of the road. I mean, if you can imagine. So I could see why people were, were PO'd about this and started attacking them almost immediately. (laughs) And then I was overjoyed at one point when somebody at the top of, I don't remember which street it was, but it was several blocks up from my house, someone had sharpied over the mask, because the way that it is, the figures are black, the masks are white, so high contrast. And someone had sharpied over the masks to take them off, basically, you know, so that it just looks like a person without a mask. And I was like so happy. <laughs> I was like, there's somebody else that's awake. Because just a little tidbit, just so you know, I'm not being a conspiracy theorist or, you know, whatever, I'm not trying to be overtly po- political, I'm, I'm really just focusing on the fact, the scientific fact, and this is as far as I'll say with this, as far as I'll go with this for today. Uh, The American Society of Physicians and Surgeons, they are board-certified medical doctors, they did clinical trials on masks and showed that not only do they not stop viruses because of the micron size of the viruses being infinitesimally smaller and the gaps in the cloth or paper masks that everybody's wearing, but that they also are not only bad for your immune system, weakening your immune system, but they actually cause death. And this, these clinical trials were also, as if that wasn't enough, peer-reviewed. That is pretty much the highest level in science, peer-reviewed clinical trials. And, of course, the mainstream fake news media hid this from the people. But this is a fact, and I have the documentation. I saved it when it first came out. But, yeah, so this uh, idea that, you know, you're killing people for not wearing a mask in a store is totally, it's just total BS. It's not based in science at all. So my big question when I walk into a store is, you know, when they're like, oh, you have to wear a mask. Oh, based on what law? And then they don't know what to do and they sort of look like robots that are, you know, they can't compute and the springs start popping out of their head and they're like and then they default to what they've been instructed to say, which is, oh well, it's a store policy, you have to wear you have to wear a store. Oh, you have to wear it in the store. And then I ask, the question of that is, oh, based on what science? And then their springs really start popping out and everything just kind of breaks down completely and the gears just stop and they look at me and they're like, ah, just go ahead because they realize there's literally no answer that they can produce without lying because there is no law and there is no science. A mandate is not a law and POTUS does not have the authority to make laws. Only the legislature does. So anyway, I said I wasn't going to go more into that and look what I did. I did, but... <laughs> I wish I could show you a picture. I'm walking right by the one that they that they sharpied, but it's literally just laying like hanging by a thread from its uh mounting hardware to the this it's glued glued and bolted to the street right in the middle of the road and it's just laying there with no sign. There's no sign even like there might oh there's one way over across the street on the sidewalk. That's probably the one they pulled off. Yes, it is because it's been sharpied. <laughs> so anyway, there's somebody else in my neighborhood. I haven't met them, but they're awake. And they're not just awake. They're willing to take action to stand up to the tyranny. Anyway, (laughs) I promise to do a much more um, thoughtful and organized presentation of any future kind of, uh, you know, stuff like that. Um, At least I promise to try. But that's my intention. and, And, you know, it'll be, it will be that. But this was just kind of, I'm on a walk. And it's funny to me. My sense of humor is very broad it's deep and wide, deep and wide, like a fountain flying. <laughs> anyway, um, so back to the original kind of intent with this um, episode is, you know, just the, the good things, the, the progress and the miracles, really, the, what, what feel like miracles to me. Um, that I could find a contractor literally days after this one seller backed out of our contract, trying to sell me a swamp, apparently, and Claiming that there's no contractors available, so they can't build the structure that they said they would build me. That they wanted to charge me forty thousand dollars for this parcel with a shade structure on it and a fairly minimal solar and water catchment apparatus. Um, it's like I dodged a bullet, but I definitely give credit to the source energy, the you know whatever is it is that's on high, which must be some sort of uh, universal creator, deity. Uh, I just usually say universe or great spirit, but it's absolutely, utterly clear. It's absolutely just irrefutably clear that it's divine guidance. Um, It really humbles me and blows my mind, and I feel so appreciative. So yeah and then the awesome artistic fun of the uh, ceramic insulation <laughs> and the conundrum of the spray on insulation that's on its way I really don't know what to do with that I'm kind of wondering maybe I could use it for out of view kind of spots like inside the closet but I was gonna paper my closet and make it pretty so maybe once I spray it on I believe I can smooth it out with a tool or something but um, I'm really not sure it's kind of probably the kind of thing or you're, you're, it's meant to be sprayed in between uh joists or whatever i don't know if that's what you call them, but two by fours like on all those home improvement and home building shows where they they bolt uh two by fours to the concrete pad they've poured and then they do they erect upright uh, frames of two by fours and then they drill holes in them and run electrical through that and et cetera, et cetera when I first very recently watched a house being built, I was blown away. I had no idea that it was done that way. It's to me it makes no sense. I mean it makes some sense. Let's I'm gonna backtrack on that. It makes some sense. Because it works, you know. But it's like the most inefficient I don't know, it just it's like what? That's how you we just interesting you know it's so flimsy feeling to me like you know two by fours and um just running electrical right between the two by fours and holes I really always imagined it to be much more involved and and you know professional and thoughtful and like layers of somehow casing you know I don't know just to me I was really blown away by that uh so (laughs) but uh Anyway, so maybe I'll have to return that. Luckily, there are things you can return on Amazon. And yes, I did shop on Amazon. I know, I know, I know. It's not... The best thing to do at all because I think they're probably owned by China vicariously through um, Bezos who uh, I don't know a lot of it's made from China I know it's like going to Burning Man and you end up going and shopping at Walmart to buy all their all their shit to go out to Burning Man and it's like you know totally unsustainable to the max this is not unsustainable in this in that sense like I'm not just going to throw it all away it's not all plastic crap It's going towards something permanent and good, and I'm trying to buy non-toxic wherever possible, and I'm trying to buy Made in USA where I can, Um, but it's still just like, I cringe to know that that's what's happening, but I... Refuse to be um, molested and accosted in these stores. I just, you know, you walk in and it's like her- total harassment. And it, it I mean, I've noticed my body language. I'm like cowering and worried that I'm going to be attacked. I went into Goodwill the other day, last week, and I was like, well, let's see what happens if I just don't wear the mask in here. Because they're really, usually total Nazi, actually, with Salvation Army. Uh, but those places, m- Goodwill more than Salvation Army, in my town at least, just total, oh God, like really bad. Um, And I got through the entire shopping experience. I didn't really stay too long. I usually kind of stay longer, but I I was so uncomfortable the whole time. Like, I was just ready to be pounced on, you know? Like, it's destroyed joy. It's destroyed the feeling that, you know, you're free, you're safe, it's okay. You know, it's more like, oh, God, you know, uh, I'm going to be attacked. Like, any moment, someone's going to leap out from behind a rack and, you know, freak out on me. Some Karen, covid idiot, whatever. And anyway, so... (laughs) I'm standing in line, and I'm like, "No fuck a fuck, what's gonna happen?" And uh, sure enough, I she, the lady starts checking me out, and I'm thinking, "Oh, well, maybe, maybe I'm gonna get get away with this." And then at some point, someone says, "You know, you have oh yeah." The lady checking me out she's like, "Oh, you have to have a mask," and I was like, "Oh man!" And she, she, you know, so I did the thing where you know, "Oh, what what law are you talking about? You know, what law is that?" You know, I'd like to learn about that. You know, I'd, I'd like to know so I can go look it up and learn about it. You know, that's the approach, basically. Um, and she, she like, cannot deal at all and turns to the lady next to her and speaks quietly about, you know, telling her what I've said because she needs help answering. And the woman next next to her just says, I'm not going to get involved. I'm just not going to get involved with this. I don't even... I'm not going <laughs> to... Which is funny because... On some level, it's she's probably dealt with something like that before and can't deal with it mentally and doesn't want to and, you know, God bless her. Uh, she shouldn't have to because it's all bullshit. But the beauty of it is they gave up again, right? Because again, there is no law and there's no science to back it up. There's literally no evidence whatsoever that show that masks are actually helping prevent a viral transmission. In fact, the evidence shows the opposite. So they just don't know what to say and usually leave me alone, right? It was still really unpleasant. And so I try to avoid going out to stores now. It sucks, it sucks so bad. They have destroyed the world. Um, But it is a survival mechanism that I've adopted And I finally sprung for Instacart and Amazon Prime Which, it's like the flu shot They're like, do you want to join Amazon Prime? What about now? What about now? Amazon Prime, Amazon Prime, Amazon Prime Flu shot, flu shot, flu shot What about now? What about now? We just asked you yesterday Let's ask you again What about now? You know, it's like a sign on every corner It's so much pressure It's like they just—they kind of just beat you over the head with it. They browbeat you into finally just giving in so they'll leave you alone kind of a technique. It's terrible. But uh, I finally just decided to spring for those two things because uh, they are more expensive, obviously, and you do definitely spend more when you shop online rather than in person. Um, But uh, it, it saves me from having to deal with this just abject tyranny of having to cover my airways with these, like, terrible, um, dangerous things that are not, you know, there's no rational reason for them. It's just, it's a propaganda campaign to, you know, make us all just afraid and, you know, so we can't see each other smile anymore, etc., etc. Man, that, that got political again. Dang it. Sorry, guys. (laughs) I can't keep it in. I can't keep it And I gotta let it out This is a I've been listening to Cat Stevens lately But yeah, that's uh, one of his songs Apparently Cat Stevens On a total random side note um, Became Yusuf Islam Many years ago And totally Um what, what's the word where you, you, you deny that you ever... You sort of, like, g- g- disown your old self? He did... Whatever that word is. He did that, and he decided he's no longer Cat Stevens. He's going to name himself Yusuf Islam and become an Islamic... He became a Muslim... And uh, married a Muslim woman and moved to somewhere and gave up his music career entirely. And if you don't know, Cat Stevens was one of the most famous musicians of, like, I think the 70s. Um, absolutely brilliant songwriter. Just some of the most be- beautiful music ever made, really. Universally, I think that people who've listened to him um, would say that, would agree. Um, but anyway... Hey recently in the last maybe last couple years, well, hello there, Mr. furball. Um, I have a friendly furball following me. <laughs> um, he 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 decided he was going to try to to come back and become cat stevens again. and i'm like dude, why did you ever stop? you should never have stopped if you were going to come back. like this is dumb, you know, at this point. but i still love him and sure enough what happened was he was he found that he wasn't able to really get a foothold anymore because the the newer generations can't relate to his music or whatever he i think that was basically more or less the gist of it. so it's really sad, but we have the record of his amazing music. And so that's my little tangent that relates to nothing. Um, This is possibly the worst podcast episode I have ever made, (laughs) but it's okay because it doesn't really matter. And uh, that's everything that I really wanted to share um, that has happened of significance. And um, I'm sure that something of significance will happen tomorrow tomorrow. And I haven't even listened to Dave of X182 Report yet today, so there's bound to be just a million uh, new awesome things that have happened today in the world that I haven't even heard of yet. <laughs> um, cool. Well, thanks for listening, and uh, tune in next time for I don't know <laughs> the, what will sure to be what will be sure to be uh, more adventurous developments in this uh, journey that I've set, set myself upon to transform five acres of desert into a permaculture oasis.